Welcome to this episode of the Best Hopes Podcast. My name is Adam Froer. And I'm Cecil Walker. And in this podcast, we break apart hope in great detail. And for this episode, we're going to take a synonym of hope that I think is a really unique concept. And so I hope that we'll be able to pull it apart in a really meaningful way. So Cecil, today we're going to be talking about hope in the form of opportunities. And let me just give you a couple of other kind of contextual words that will help us to formulate what we're going to talk about. Some of the other contextual words that go along with the idea of opportunities are things like good fortune or happenings or junctures, moments, occasions, or even possibilities. So as you wrap your head around hope as an opportunity, what do you make of that? Well, I think it definitely is an interesting angle to hope. And I'm actually, I think it's interesting more as like, I, I want to hear what <laughs> <laughs> what we're actually going to say about it and, and make of it. But the, the very first thing that comes to mind for me is that this feels, I hope this is the right word, this feels more active than we've talked about it so far. I mean, we have talked about it in, in an active way so far, but this feels like a, a call to action even. Like if this is an opportunity, that means that's a place to do something. And all these contextual words that you add, like if this is a juncture, if this is like, you know, a turning point or a moment where I have to not only make a decision, but start to move in that direction or do that thing, that sounds much more active than I think that people maybe usually think about hope. I think a very casual use of it or what people hear when they think about the good thing about hope is it's just like you think something positive or you have positive expectations. You know, I have high hopes. I'm, I'm hoping the future looks well. But if you think about it in this kind of a way where this moment is an opportunity, my brain instantly thinks opportunities should be taken advantage of. You should get the most you can out of an opportunity. You should reap what benefits are lurking within an opportunity. That to me sounds like I've got to go be there to get what I need from that thing. That feels more directly, more active. Active seems like the right word. Yeah, I think what's really interesting about that is I'm kind of going back to a couple of the episodes that we've done before this. And I think about, like you talked about it being more than just like, thinking about or kind of dreaming, hoping for something. And I would say we talked about that kind of version of hope in the ambition mm -hmm. episode of this podcast. And I think you also then even went beyond and said it's not one of the ones that I really thought was really helpful is when we talked about awaiting, right? Hope mm -hmm. as a form of awaiting. And there was a lot of like preparation for that, or counting on something. And it was like, I know that it's coming. I'm getting myself prepared for mm -hmm. that. And I think this idea of opportunity is in between those two things. I'm not just like dreaming of it happening. It's just something that has occurred. It's this opportunity that's mm -hmm. come up. And it's not something that I'm planning for or preparing for. But again, it's like this sudden arising that has shown up in my life. And so I really love that idea of like striking while the iron's hot, mm -hmm. right? It's like, this thing showed up, I'm going to make the most of this particular moment. But I think that I would kind of put that one is like dreaming of the future. And one is preparing for the future. And I would say, this is like 
seizing the future. Mm. And both of those other skills would inform, I think, what we do in this moment. I think if we're dreaming of something, when an opportunity comes up, then we recognize it as an opportunity, right? We say, oh, this is in line with what I've been dreaming of. Like, this is the moment I've got to act right now. Mm -hmm. And so the context of having a dream helps me recognize this opportunity for what it is. But also that like preparation, preparing for something that's coming. Again, I may not have been preparing for this particular opportunity, but the skills that I develop as I'm preparing for something or the character that I built as I'm preparing for something, that's gonna all come together to help me seize this opportunity in a really meaningful way. And so I think that all of these other aspects of hope that we've talked about, they seem so planned or deliberate or purposeful. And then on face value, this seems a little like haphazard, like something happens and now I get to seize it. But I think all of those other aspects of hope really kind of come to a point mm. in this particular moment where an opportunity arises and I recognize it for what it is and I'm prepared to take action at this given time to make the most of it. Yeah, there's so much purpose in that too, because what you're saying is that I've kind of dedicated myself or looked at things in a certain way. And so when this kind of an opportunity arises, then I can uh, do something to take as much advantage of it as possible. But I feel like that requires so much intention to know who you are at the very least, who you want to be, where you want to be, to have the filter to be able to say that this is this is something that could take me to a place that I'd be pleased to be or could help me be more like the kind of person that I want to be. And what I particularly like about this definition to hope that we're working with today, opportunity, is I could see it being placed, like using that in a way to deem something as potentially life altering, you know, mm -hmm. like you could say your children are your hope or are an opportunity. I could do something here that fills me with meaning, but also I could potentially help create someone who is contributing to this world in a significant way, who's going to go out and do something good, who's going to like share kindness and, and love with other people, who's going to maybe make the most out of the education that they get. Or you could even say that, you know, a relationship you have, that's an opportunity. There, there's hope for that. Um, and, but any iteration of that that you say, your career even, you know, that's a hope that you have, or that's a place of opportunity. Any iteration of this, I think very simultaneously, kind of similar to what I was saying at the beginning, feels like a call to action. It's like, it could be that if I do these things. If I want my children to have this kind of effect on the world, if I want to have a kind of life where I get the most out of living with and loving my children, then I've got to do certain things. And it, I don't know, to my ears, it just sounds like very instantly, very simultaneously, like that's a possibility, that's an opportunity but it requires me to do something with that. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. And I really like how you put that in different contexts because I think, I think it's true because I think of all of the kinds of hope that we've talked about, this one, it does, you used the word action mm -hmm. before and it does really feel active, but it also of all of the definitions of hope that we've kind of talked on, it really feels like present tense, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's happening. Yeah right this moment, I don't think that we oftentimes think of hope as happening. We think of like we're doing it for something that's going to happen. 
And I think as you were talking, I was thinking about a couple of times in my life where I would say this, I really like the idea of juncture, right? Of like this decision-making moment. I was in college and I was a pre-med student and I've been a pre-med student for a couple of years. And then I had this, like this experience happen where all of a sudden I felt like maybe I'm at a juncture here. Mm. Maybe pre-med isn't the direction that I meant to be going. And an opportunity came up to start pursuing psychology. I had this decision-making thing and I, if we lay hope onto the top of that, as I was weighing the decision, I had to weigh my hopes, mm -hmm. right? Am I hoping to become a doctor? Am I hoping to become a clinician, a psychologist? Because was I going into psychology then? Like, what am I hoping for? And I had to really lay out, like, what's the end game? And really, like, what am I pursuing? And I, it became not about so much a career choice, but it came about, like, where can I do the most good? And I thought one of the things that went into my decision making was I can fix people's bodies. I can, and that will prolong their life per se, or I can help them fix their minds and I could change their life, change the way that they live their mm -hmm. life. That became a new idea to me of influencing people's minds might be more in line with what I wanted to do than fixing someone's body. And so the decision-making that I had to make in that moment, I kind of had to reassess and say, like, where do I want this path to end up? And I think that, like, that, those points of juncture, that point of, like, this is an opportunity here. I viewed that decision as an opportunity because the outcome was something desirable to me. If I had kind of followed that down the line and I had seen where the outcome might have led, I would have said, oh, no, I don't want that. And it wouldn't have felt like an opportunity for me, yeah. right? It would have felt like, oh, that was potentially a distraction or that was potentially, you know, some other thing. But I viewed it as an opportunity because I viewed it leading me to where I ultimately decided I wanted to end up. So even what we view as an opportunity is really based on where do we hope this is going to lead us? If we if we don't hope for the consistent outcome, the decision is just a decision. It's not an opportunity. Yeah, yeah I love that. Just the simplicity of hope reveals opportunities. I think that is so true. And it's one of the strongest counter arguments to sometimes the denial that people can have about hope or about hopeful thinking or something that, you know, I think it feels... I've always been a very optimistic person. So it's been easy for me to just like hope that things will work well and expect that things will kind of work well. And in general, they kind of have. <laughs> but I come up against conversations with people who feel like it's more realistic to be pessimistic, that, you know, being hopeful leaves you kind of naive or unaware, or that you're not thinking in the real world if you're mm -hmm. thinking things are going to be good or things are going to be positive or, or work their way out to be what you want them to be and that you should expect something less pleasing, I guess, and that's more realistic to some people. And I think this is a brilliant counter-argument to that because it's saying hope isn't just some empty wishes you're like throwing to the wind. Um, it really is a like a functional shift that happens that obviously, is, as you're saying here, starts to show you your life and your world and your day-to-day -day experiences a little bit differently. So differently that opportunities 
reveal themselves in ways that they weren't revealing themselves before. And I don't think that there's necessarily something supernatural even about it. I think it's what you're bumping into in your ordinary experiences won't seem like opportunities unless you're of this kind of thinking, unless you're saying, here's what I want from my future. Here's what I'm hoping for. Here's the kind of person I'd like to be. Here's the kind of experiences I'd like to experience. If you're going around, you know, looking for the color red, it'll pop out to you when red shows up. But mm -hmm. if your head is filled with either nothing or the idea that red doesn't exist, probably not going to catch it as much. Yeah, I think that's a really, a really good, it's almost like it becomes reciprocal, mm -hmm. right? Like I, because I have hope, I see things in a certain way, because I see those things in a certain way, I view them as an opportunity. And therefore, I'm, I'm going to engage with that in a hopeful way. And the other example that came to my mind as you were talking is, as we decide on partners, right? Mm -hmm. We're in a sea of people. And technically, any person that we encounter is a possible partner. <laughs> technically. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't but we don't view them all as potential right. partners, right? In some sense, like sexual attraction that eliminates some people. They don't feel like opportunities to us mm -hmm. because it's inconsistent with my worldview. Other traits, like I'm looking for somebody who, you know, has a particular religious belief or has a particular desire to have this number of children or raise their kids in this way or whatever. And so we're looking for, again, you can, in this description, you can hear like, I'm hoping to find someone who thinks this way or believes this way or behaves this way or wants this thing or, and if I find that person, then, then I'll jump at that opportunity mm -hmm. because it feels like an opportunity. They line up with what I'm hoping I will find in an ultimate partner. I think about my own experience of finding a lifelong partner. There were many people who I encountered who either approached me or who I approached and quickly realized, no, this is not <laughs> the one for me. And whether I viewed it as an opportunity was how closely do they align with what I'm hoping to find mm. in an ultimate partner. And only when I found the person that I am currently partnered to, there were so many things that said she aligns with what I'm hoping to find. This feels like an opportunity. And that opportunity then, it changed my behavior, mm -hmm. right? I engaged with her in a different way. I contacted her more. I reciprocated more when she contacted me. Things that I did something different. I was seizing this mm -hmm. opportunity because she seemed consistent with what I was ultimately hoping for. So I think even this idea of what we determine to be an opportunity is really based on what we're hoping for. Yeah, that says so many things all at once to me. Well, one, I don't know if this sounds weird, but it makes it sound like it's the effort is less burdensome mm. when you're living your life in this way of I'm trying to align myself with my hopes. I'm trying, you know, I have this outcome that I'm looking for. I have this thing that I want, that I have in mind. And then an opportunity reveals itself. And as you're describing, you start doing things that, that try to take advantage of that opportunity. But it sounds less like, oh, I have to do this stuff. I have to do this work. I mm -hmm. have to, you know, blah, 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 check all these boxes so that I can get the thing that I want. I think it's so connected to something meaningful to you or you want so much from it that it's like gravity. You just, mm -hmm. you don't have to work to make it work. It happens because that's the direction you want to go in. That's what you want. That's something that's apparently really meaningful to you. I don't think I've ever thought about how 
something you're really hopeful for can do that for you. But when it feels like an opportunity, like if you think of anything that's valuable to you, if someone said, here's your chance to get more of that thing or to advance that idea or something, it wouldn't feel as hard as I'm just doing a chore for no reason. It would feel like, of course, I'm going to do that. Of course, I'm going to go in that direction. I won't even have a moment to question it or complain about anything that might be any type of inconvenience in that process. Yeah, the other thing that I hadn't thought about until like this very moment is the other synonyms of this were that I think stand out are moments and occasions. Mm. As you were talking, I was thinking we tend to mark these really, I love that you infuse the idea of meaning, right? Like once I found my partner, it was a really meaningful thing. And therefore what could have felt like drudgery in a different situation doesn't feel like drudgery. In fact, it feels like an opportunity. It mm -hmm. feels, it feels enjoyable. It feels, you know, all of those things. And then as you were talking, then I thought, and we often mark those moments, those occasions with celebrations mm -hmm. or ceremonies, right? I think about like, you know, we marked that opportunity with a marriage and a ceremony and a big party. And we said like, we've seized this opportunity. We acted in a, we acted in alignment with what we were hoping for. And we're now embarking into a new chapter where we're hoping it all plays out the way that we're, you know, that we're expecting or that we want. And similarly, like we have like these moments of celebration when a baby is born or when we finish school, we graduate, we move on to, you know, another thing when we accomplish the, you know, when somebody finishes a job and they're going to move on to another job, we oftentimes have the going away party. When somebody buys a home, we have a housewarming party. We, we mark these moments, these occasions with celebrations. And I think the celebration is an acknowledgement of you've made an important decision. You're making, you're at this juncture and you're, you're moving directions. You're changing directions. This is a moment of hope. We're saying like, we hope this home is a warm, safe place for you. We hope as you go to your next job that you get to develop the skills that you wanted or you have the opportunities that you want to develop. And I think each of these like moments of celebration are times where we kind of acknowledge you're seizing an opportunity and they're inherent in that is like we're, we're collectively sending you with our hope as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like that. Because that means it must mean something, right? That we so universally celebrate and mark these different things. And we'll continue to mark it for years later. We'll say, you know, it's your five-year, 10-year anniversary, 20-year anniversary. Oh, you graduated on this day five years ago, 10 years ago. We, we mark all of these things and keep them as important moments. And I don't think I've ever thought of what we're commemorating is our seizing of an opportunity of mm -hmm. our, like, having caught this moment and said, I'm going to do something with this. And it actually, we did do something with it. It moved us towards being whoever we are. And I think that it's helpful because now any of us can look backwards and say, mm -hmm. look at all those moments that we seized. Look at all those opportunities that we, any living person, particularly adults, has moments like that that they can look back on and say, that's an important moment to me because somehow I saw that as an opportunity and I took that opportunity. I did something with it and it's led to who I am now, where I am now. But the other thing that's kind of connected to it that you mentioned, and I, I don't want us to overlook, is how, how much of a present tense this mm. thing feels. It is very much when you think of opportunities, you think of it right now. You think of, I've got to do something 
and not let this pass by. I don't want to miss this opportunity. I don't want to miss this moment. Not only do I have to commemorate it and make sure that I mark it as something important, but I've also got to do whatever the things are that this moment right now asking me to do. And I think present tenseness makes hope somehow feel more accessible to me mm -hmm. because it's not like a meditation you have to do correctly or, you know, it's not a certain type of thinking or something that you just have to figure out the calculus to. It's really a, you want something, you desire something, you're looking for something. Uh, the moment reveals itself as an opportunity to get closer to that or, or get more of that. You've got to seize that moment and there's no rule book for it. You just got to jump in there and, and do what you can to make the most of that moment, whatever that looks like. And I feel like that's, you know, universally human. We've all got to like flail around in a moment of an opportunity and try to grab as much of it as we can. So for all those reasons, I feel like that this, this concept of hope makes hope very accessible. It's not something only for, you know, someone who's been a practicing monk or like, you know, or someone who is just the world's greatest positive psychologist or something. It, this isn't for someone who has the right mindset or something. It's for people who have desires, which I think is just people. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. And what I really also like about the idea of like, this is a present moment of seizing the opportunity. I think that with any present moment, and you kind of highlighted this before, is like, it's a pinnacle, it stands up, mm -hmm. right? And we can, whether, whether we're on the side of time before that opportunity has occurred, we're kind of preparing ourselves, we're building mm -hmm. ourselves. And I think there's some real intention of like, what do I want? And we're building up for when an opportunity comes to get me closer to what I want, I'm gonna see it, I'm gonna recognize it, I'm gonna take advantage of it. Yeah. And so there's kind of this constant looking forward to this moment when fate meets destiny. And, and I seize this moment because I've been waiting for it, I've been looking for it. And then in addition, you said, you know, we mark these moments as anniversaries and we, now we're on the other side of the pinnacle and we look back and we say, remember when you made that decision or remember when you seized that opportunity five years ago or 10 years ago or whatever. And I think what that does is that it also makes hope, I'm not sure what the word, but, but it's like tangible, right? Where it's, I did certain things. If I can look back and I can say five years ago, I did this thing then it also then says, but what did you do? If you did this thing, what was it? What did you do? How did you do it? How did you seize that moment? And we can always look back at that anniversary with eyes of being educated, of saying, I did something successful. How did I make that decision? Or how did I seize that? Or who did I rally around me to make that happen? And then we know ourselves better so that we can seize the next opportunity. We know I did these things and it helped me be successful in that moment. And when the next one comes, I'm going to be even more prepared because now I know how to seize a moment even better. Yeah. Uh, all of that made me, as you were describing that, made me think of how, I need to remember sources of things that I read <laughs> better. It just all gets dumped in there and I just know the information but can't ever give details on the sources. Somewhere I read about, and maybe multiple places I might have read something similar to this, how we're constantly reaffirming our own identities to ourselves, mm -hmm. who we are, what's important to us, what our purpose is and, and what we're doing here. And in subtle ways, even we're like reaffirming that, you know, like by what you decide to wear and, and how you describe yourself to another person. And I think if we don't think too hard about it, we might assume 
we just are who we are. It's set, and you know, we believe what we believe, we think what we think. But we're constantly reaffirming that, and even kind of modifying it as we reaffirm it. And so, to look back on pinnacles that you're describing, these opportunities that we seized in the past, it's like re-updating ourselves on, oh, you're this kind of a person. You're a kind of person who got married to this person these years ago. You're the kind of person who started this career in this kind of a way. And it feels like it's like re-energizing our sense of, here's who I am, here's what's important to me. But in thinking about that, it also kind of showed just now, it just kind of showed me how opportunities you might presently see can also be a reflection of who you are, Mm -hmm. even before you begin to seize them and take advantage of them. Just the fact that you can see those as opportunities must say something about you because there's so many things that fly by that someone else might not have caught as an opportunity. Definitely not one worth even potentially investing in and and doing something about. And I think that's something important that you don't even have to take a step to reap the benefit of. You could learn something about yourself or see something about yourself just in what feels like what are the opportunities in front of me? What am I thinking really hard about? What are what feels like are important decisions to me? And like you said, I have to find some purpose in the path that I go in, and I want to make sure I choose the right path to accomplish that purpose um, in deciding whether to go to med school or whether to go to the path of psychology. But I think someone else somewhere in that same moment was making very different decisions, mm-hmm. and their purpose and paths in life had nothing to do with either of those things. I think it says a lot about a person you know, the the decisions they find themselves having to make, and even the spaces that look like that's a place where I could put a meaningful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. Well, I hope, I hope that's helpful. I love this idea of thinking about hope as opportunities. I love the, the idea of looking forward to opportunities, and also looking back at opportunities Mm -hmm. and saying, how did I seize that opportunity? I think there's, there's so much power that can be grasped in that moment. So, Anything else you want to say about opportunities before we sign off? Not, I think I've said enough, actually. (laughs) As always, I could talk forever about all these things, but maybe that's less of a podcast and more of a monologue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wonderful. We appreciate all of you for being a part of this community, for engaging with us around this idea of hope. And we hope that you see these filling your minds with ways of recognizing the opportunities that will come to you. If you know of somebody who might benefit from hearing about hope in this way, please share this with them. Just send it as a link in a text or through a message, through social media. We would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you want to leave a comment and tell us what you think about how we're digesting hope in this many ways, we would also love to hear what your thoughts are about that. But until next time, go seize those opportunities that come your way.